Hey guys, welcome to the Sand Patch Podcast. Uh, we are in season two, and I'm here with Caden Graber. How you doing, Caden? I'm doing great. Uh, so yeah, we're, we got some new equipment here tonight. We're in the we're actually in the studio. So thanks to Andre Net for getting all that set up. We are we are in the very early beginning stages of our of our new equipment. Like Caden said, um, we are just testing some stuff out, seeing how things work. Uh, we're going to be playing around with some stuff, but we're very excited for you guys this season. We've got some uh, equipment to work with now, unlike last season. So we're hoping that our audio will sound a lot better. Um, but tonight we are actually down two people. Uh, me and Caden are here. We have a special guest that we are going to introduce here in just a little bit. But until we get there, Caden, how you been? It's been a while since we've been on here and just, I don't know, just unloaded, I guess. How you been? I've, I've been great. You know, trying to finish school. So hopefully I don't have to retake any classes or anything. But yeah, so far it's been, it's been pretty good. Yeah. So do you, do you think your college will, um, I know the break is coming up and some people are afraid that once break comes up, you guys won't go back for a while. Um, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on that? Well, well, VU, we're, we're done at Thanksgiving. We're, we're all on from then on. So, oh, really? Yeah. They're even having the graduation as, I think it, the graduation this winter is, is going to be a online. So, oh, wow. I probably won't attend that, but even though I am graduating, so. Goodness. Well, yeah, it's kind of COVID has really done a number on the school year here. I actually I didn't realize that they had already like announced that kind of stuff, but so that kind of sucks though. Honestly, for you, that sucks. Well, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of glad though, because I mean, if it's all if if all my classes are online, then I think I'm planning on staying a little longer in Florida this winter because oh, I can yeah. I can do my classes online so. That'd be nice. A little, yeah, a little longer vacation for me, so it's kind of, kind of nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, anyway, I think we'll, we'll move on here to our main segment here with our first official guest of the Sam Patch Podcast. Caden, you wanna, you wanna introduce him here? All right, everybody, say a nice, warm welcome to Weston Nip. Hello. Uh, yep. Good to be here. Good to be here. Good to have you. Good to have you. Yeah, I'd like to say a uh, shout out to uh, Andre and Caden. Uh, <clears throat> shout out. Yeah. Do you have Do you have anybody else you want to shout out? Just shout out anybody. Um. Okay. Plug your Instagram <clears throat> if you want to. You can plug that in there. Yeah. Let me plug the Insta real quick. Pretty sure it's Weston Nep. Um. Yeah, Weston Nep. That's yeah. my name. Everybody, go go give him a follow. But while while you're at that, go over to our Instagram page as well. And follow us at Sam Patch Podcast. We've got a lot of stuff coming up for you this season. We're pretty excited about that. Oh, also, I guess before we move on, Caden, our last episode, I believe we talked about our giveaway, um, and we had we said that we'd have more information <laughs> in this episode. Uh, but I think that's going to be the next episode. We're going to have more information on that. The giveaway is happening. It is just just be patient with us. Our group is kind of all over the place with people in college and working and we love making this podcast, but it's kind of, kind of hard to find the time sometimes. So, but, uh, we're, we're working on it. We're going to, we're going to get this giveaway going. Like we said, was it a $10 gift card to Olaf's? I think I believe, I believe, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. All right. Yeah. So we're working on it. Just, just hang with us. Yeah. We'll get that. We'll get that up for you guys. So, uh, Weston, give us, give us a brief summary. Who are you? What do you What do you do? Who are you? What do you like? I got some questions here to follow up with that. Just a brief okay. summary. Give us a background of who you are. I am uh, born and raised in Davis County, uh, home of the free. Wait, no, it's Amish. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, born and raised in Davis. I uh, like to play basketball, and um, yeah, I work at K and K. Uh, family business and it's it's pretty much it tough so uh i have some questions here just for the just for the sake of having some some good 
I don't know what you want to call content for this pack podcast. We've we've actually just kind of gone out on a limb and just made our own podcast here tonight. We were trying out the system, but um, here with some questions. Um, now that you've laid the background, uh, what kind of hobbies? What kind of hobbies do you like? I know you talked about the Amish that you grew up with. What what do you what do you guys do around here? Is this, is this to everybody or is this just this to is, the Weston? This is to everybody. I don't know, Caden. Caden, you can you can fill in whenever you no, want to. Before. No, you're good. Well, for me, I mean, Montgomery's a small town, so basically all I do is either hunt or fish or hop on the PS4 or, uh, you know, majority of the time is probably spent with, with Lindsay, so, which that's that's my girlfriend, so... Shout out Lindsay. Yeah, shout out Lindsay. But yeah, that's that's probably how I spend the majority of my time. Uh, I uh, I don't hunt much at all, but I like to fish fish quite a bit, especially in the spring. And uh, depends if you got you know good options to fish. You know, the fish were good this year. And Grandma's Pond produced. Yeah, except for the fishing trips we took. Well, they kind of sucked, yeah. but everything else was pretty good. Yeah, that Kentucky trip that we took. I, okay, I guess to follow up with that, we, we me and Weston, we are cousins for those that, that don't know. Brian Shoft, uh, if you live in Davis. Brian Shoft, yes. So we do a lot of stuff together. Um, and this past year, we went on, what was it, one fishing trip? I think we went uh, on one. To Kentucky? Yeah. Just one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and then like family vacay was kind of a fishing trip. Yeah, I guess. But um, for the most part, we just took one fishing trip this year, and it's always dry. Kentucky seems like it is always it's, dry. We go to the same place every year, and there's no fish there. It's a lake. You would think there'd be fish, but there's no fish. What do you guys use for bait? Lures. Lures. Well, <laughs> so <laughs> honestly, I probably fish the wrong bass fish the whole time so i mean we could catch some fish if we really tried to probably if it ain't if it ain't a bass there's not really a reason to pull it in you know it's like uh, i will say i don't know if you guys go down to potato a lot or not, but we usually go we go if not a time we go one year camping and we go out on the pontoon and usually if you go back in the coves the catfish will come up on the water because they'll eat like things people drop off the boats we were putting hooks through Pringles. You'd have to bore a little hole and be really careful not to break it. And you'd throw it in so it'd float on top of the water. And we were hauling in, I got to say, like 15-pound blue cat. Goodness. Oh my and goodness. some channel cats that were a little smaller than that. But they'd just come right up to the surface and just maul these Pringles. I heard of hot dogs. People fish with hot dogs, catfish, don't they? Yeah. That's hot dogs are like the cheat code of fishing. I'm yeah. pretty sure everything bites a hot dog. Dowsman WD-40 too. WD-40, what? You never heard of that? No. Oh, that just, it, it makes it 10 times more tempting for them. I got this this garlic stuff. Just douse my lures in garlic. Mm, big boys. Big boys. I will say the only, most of our fishing is done from the bank, but we did plan one one fishing excursion on on Jensen's boat this this summer and just about sank it. Goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah, we started out the day forgetting the keys and the plug. <laughs> and so we were getting about ready to put the boat in the water on the boat dock. And we had a line of people behind us and we ended up having to pull it back out because we didn't have the plug or the keys. Goodness. And we hit multiple logs. You know, if anybody knows about Glendale Lake, there's logs all over mm. the place. We had a pump on, so we were actually pumping water into the boat the whole time and didn't realize it is is pretty sketchy. Came back empty handed. Goodness. Well, you talking about you talking about uh on bank fishing, kind of to follow up with uh our Kentucky trip that we had a couple months ago. We had we had some excitement that trip in a in a sense. Um it was it wasn't really fishing. It was more like snagging. <laughs> We we were on the docks every every other night. Or I don't even know. Did we go every night, Wes? Uh, I did every night, I think, but not everybody did. Yeah, I don't think I made it out there every night. But basically, what kind of what kind of hook was it? Was it homemade hook? It was a, no, it was a big treble hook. It was 
It was like we bought it from that bait shop by the okay. gas station. Okay. So basically, lay the story on you guys. Um, the gar, there was what kind of gar were they? Just, just, just regular gar, but normal gar. Like Asian carp is mostly what. Remember the big Asian carp, the fat ones. Remember oh Jamal? yeah, you yeah, got an Asian carp. Yeah, that's what we were catching. So they did snag a gar too, but the Asian carp was what was a mess down there in that lake. They like it was just a trash fish. They wanted to get rid of them, so like we could, you could basically do whatever you wanted. And and anyway, we got this big old treble hook, and we go down there, and they'd all be hibernating, like right or not hibernating, but all in a clump right at the docks, and we take our treble hook and just drive it right in the water, and we'd be so quiet. We'd be so so quiet. And all of a sudden, we just shine a spotlight right on them. And there'd be like a ton of them just right on top of each other. And you just pull that treble hook out and you snag them. We got a couple of them in. Uh, I'll have to show you guys the video. Well, Weston's seen it, but I'll show you Caden after the video. But that was that was probably the most excitement we had wild. on that trip. That was the only fish we caught. <laughs> yeah, basically the only fish. Uh, like Jamal caught a couple yeah. bass. Jamal did. That was, that was pretty much it. So, Weston, what what is your favorite fish to the fish for right now? Because not not I, okay. I shouldn't say right now. What is your favorite fish that you have ever fished for? Because I know what mine is. And Caden, this goes to you too. We're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to say tarpon. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's what you were gonna say. We went <laughs> we went on a fishing trip in Florida, like two years ago or something was it two years and then uh it was just some of us we took didn't we take the motor home yeah yeah we did we took the motor home and absolutely partied all the way down and played ps3 the whole way down like 2k 2k tourneys and stuff we got down there and went tarpon fishing for like these like five feet long fish it was crazy it's pretty it's pretty lit (laughs) it was crazy Caden, what about you uh, I've not had a chance to go tarpon fishing and, you know, I watch it a lot and it looks pretty fun. So the types of fishing I've done, I'd say I, I've had to say my favorite was, uh, probably going for a red grouper deep sea fishing, mm. which we just put a uh, squid on the hook and just dropped it like right off the boat until it hit the bottom. And we were pulling up these, these huge grouper and they fought like crazy and they ended up being really good. So. If you guys ever get a chance to do that it is really fun that does sound pretty fun now do you like do you like deep sea fishing because i am not a big fan of deep sea i don't know i just don't really have the guts for it i guess but i know a lot of people do i i enjoyed it a lot i know my brother got a little bit sick but i i really like i've, I've never had any real problems with with being seasick or anything, but I know my brother got kind of sick. He ate, he got some, like, I think we gave him some motion sickness pills to help, but I think he ended up puking at least once. So I, uh, I think deep sea fishing is kind of like, it's kind of like you never know what you're going to get. Like if it's, if it's really rough and you get sick, then the whole day is like awful. But if you don't get sick, it's like, it's so fun. If you catch fish, yeah, we had we had quite the quite the crew when we when we went out. Uh, it was me and my brother Chase and my dad, and we also had a uh, Nate Waggler and Aaron Waggler with us. So yeah, it was pretty fun. We caught a lot of fish that day. That's always good. And fishing when fishing's dry, the true fishermen that are listening to this this right here, they're probably going to get so mad at me but when fishing is dry like i can't hardly stand it like i don't know i just get so impatient which that's that's on my part but i know the true fisherman uh weston weston i would consider to be a true fisherman i've never been around caden too much around fishing to know if like i don't know how you feel about that <laughs> like if fishing's pretty dry i'd rather be doing something else but that's just me well i have, I have to say that we usually go to my my uncle and aunt's pond and it's pretty pretty stacked full of fish and if you're if you're not there for like 20 minutes and haven't caught a fish yet then it's, it's a really bad day <laughs> so 
Yeah, I we I usually only throw like one one bait. I rarely change baits. I don't even know what's. I get. I always call it a wacky worm because I just hook these plastic worms right in the middle and throw it and kind of jerk it a little bit, and that's that's basically all I throw twenty four seven, and it it does pretty well. Mm. All right. I, I use ice. It seems like every year I switch baits. So last year was wacky rig, and then this year is kind of a whole bunch of different stuff. But towards the end of the year, I was using a lot of frogs. Frogs are so fun. Like if you can actually hook it, it's so fun to see like top water blow ups like that. And I caught my first night bass this year and I was jacked. Did you hear about that? No, no, I didn't. I went ham. Okay. We were at, we were at, um, uh, the Montgomery Miller, Miller Lake. Miller Lake, yeah. And it was like me and Taylor and that group, they were boating or whatever. And I was like, they had a bunch of people in the boat and I was like, I had my pole. I was like, I'm just going to fish. So <laughs> I was fishing and then it got dark and they were pulling the boats out and stuff. And for some reason, me and Evan were, were supposed to wait there or something, or we, we were waiting on Taylor or something. I don't know, but somehow we stayed there until I, after it was dark, we were fishing top water for a while. And one time <laughs> I heard my lure, I heard something take it and I pulled it. It was, it was a nice fish. I'm going to say it was probably a three pounder which for me is big. Yeah. I don't get many three pounder fish. I was jacked. Yeah. Well, we kind of went down on a rabbit trail there. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but that's, that's good. That's good. Um, I think we're going to take a little, little break here, a little pit stop, a little halftime show, kind of regroup and we'll, we'll be right back. Okay, guys, welcome back. Second segment underway. Uh, we are sorry for that extremely long intro there for you guys. Um, hoping this second segment flows a lot better. Um, so I think Caden, Caden is going to start us off here. Well, we were we were just discussing here during our break. Uh, we have Halloween coming up. It is uh, it's the twenty third today, so it's coming up pretty fast and. We were just talking about some uh, some scary stories and or things that have happened to us, and I just happened to mention uh, walking to the deer stand in the dark in the in the morning. That's got to be one of the one of the top kind of scariest things that I've I mean that I've done. So I don't know if you guys have any have any scary stuff that's happened to you, but. Well, as in, as in, like walking to the deer stand. You mean like, what do you mean? You mean like animals or like hunters out there that don't see you and think you're an animal, or like what do you mean? Well, there's a lot of things in the woods, and sometimes you don't know what's making what sound. Especially, okay. especially there's, bobcats there's have some eerie sounds when they make sounds. So, yeah. just just walking in the dark by yourself through the woods, it's it's kind of you get an eerie feeling. It's okay. just yeah, it's kind of eerie. It's like okay. we're walking a graveyard. Graveyards are eerie at night. Mm. <laughs> what are you doing in a graveyard? At night? I don't know. I just like every once in a while, I, like the few times that I've been in a graveyard at dark, it's like this is freaky. You know what I mean? Just like even when you drive by one at night, it's like what if my car would die right here? You know, I'm dead. <laughs> I mean, I guess the only, the only time I've been in a graveyard after dark is when we got busted teeping and we had to hide hide in the graveyard Ooh. Goodness. so one time yeah. one time we were uh we were at, we had a bunch of guys in a pickup truck i think and there was like guys and girls we were loaded down in there and i was driving it was like way back by glendale i think it was like way back in there and way out in the woods and i like put it in neutral and shut it off right by a graveyard <laughs> and i left the key on like i killed the engine had the key on so the lights were still on and I act like it like shut off, whatever. <laughs> it was like everybody was freaking out. <laughs> I'll tell you what, some of the places back by Glendale, if you'd be stuck back there by yourself at night, it would be freaky. There, there's a couple. I know there's at least one barn back there, but there's another one. If you go past Glendale, so I'm trying to think of the one. The one that we took pictures with yeah. of the family mm -hmm. one time. It's not that one. There's another one. If you would be going down towards Jasper. Like if you'd be going 
to Jasper through Glendale. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like going back through that way. There's another barn back there somewhere, and I'm not sure which road it's on, but I was back there. Um, I think we were spotting uh, with some of some of our youth that I was with, and we went back there for some reason. I don't know what it was, but it it was like I would not want to be back there by myself. I don't know. I know that much. Well, you know that you know like the basement house. Have you heard about the basement house? No. It's like not even in Glendale. It's like by Nate's house. It's like uh, I think it's Nate. right past Nate's house. Nate Wagler. You know, like Gary. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, It's like right back in there. And it's a basement house. And years ago, yeah, you probably heard uh, these stories. No, I know, I know which house you're talking about. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like down in a, like it drops, the road drops off and it's Mm -hmm. down there. It's like built into the hill. Yeah. It's built into the hill. It's like halfway buried. Anyway, years ago, there was this like crazy guy that lived there and the neighbors would hear him scream at night. That's wild. Like just randomly? No, like they would hear screaming noises in the basement house. And like him and his wife would fight and stuff. And then they'd hear like just a bunch of creepy stuff would happen. Like it's just constant. Goodness. And Nate and them, like they live pretty close. Well, I think it's a little bit farther down the road, but it's like in between them and like Glendale, basically. Isn't it? Isn't it past Nate's? I think I think it is. If we're thinking of the same house, which I think we are. I I think think we are. Yeah. It's pretty wild. <laughs> you know you know what we're talking about, Caden? Well, I don't know where the house is that you're talking about, but I will say I worked I worked out there on the like at the DNR, which is basically who takes care like mows everything and plants food plots for deer hunters and stuff. But you guys would be like I don't think people grasp how big of an area like Glendale is. I mean we drive around it, but in the center of it not just the lake, just the the amount of like woods that cover it. I mean, there's we got tra- there's trails and everything that go through there. People don't know about that. We use for tractors to get back and forth through there. But I think people just kind of don't grasp how how big of an area <laughs> it is, and it, it does get pretty pretty creepy back in there whenever you go. So, yeah, yeah, Glendale Glendale is is kind of creepy in some ways but like there's some really cool places back there too like this past was it this past summer when we went back there to the dam back there where those cave type things were like there's some places back there that i've never been like it's not it's not cave but like there's like holes and some rocks back there it's it's pretty cool we don't know if it was a cave or not we were going to explore it with a remote control boat and a gopro camera but (laughs) we ended up not doing that hey we did we did buy some remote control boats though some like what were they nine dollars something like that from yeah from Walmart. Walmart special yeah really cheap boats <laughs> they're pretty fun though not gonna lie I still have mine Spe- speaking of purchases I wanna I wanna get your guys's I wanna hear about these one wheels these guys have kind of started a one wheel posse down here in uh, Whitmer Hollow <laughs> Whitmer Net Hollow down here so let's hear let's hear about the one wheel posse. I don't know, Weston, you want to start it off? <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> no. no, we, uh, we, uh, it started with Hunter. Hunter, shout out to Hunter, Aaron's boyfriend. Hunter Land. Hunter Land, let's go. He, uh, he got a, he got himself a one wheel and he was like, he was telling us the other day, he's like, it was a while ago. He's like, I just, I stepped out in faith. I knew you boys would follow up, but I had to step out in faith. <laughs> and then he was scared nobody else was going to get one. And then Dre and Jensen got one at the same time. And then me, I think. And then Cameron sometime down the road. And Luke had one already. And now Adam got one. Alan got one. There's a whole squad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for you guys that don't know what these are, they're like, I don't you've probably seen them on social media, honestly. But uh, basically, they're like this hoverboard has one wheel in the middle it's a lot like it's a lot like snowboarding on land even though i've not been on a snowboard in my life but i've been i used to skate some and it's a lot like that too but i i've heard a lot of people uh like compare it to snowboarding on land so i don't know we've tried to convince caden into getting one i don't know if you will or not but i think i think you'd like it caden if you got one 
I, I think I'd like it too. I just, I ain't, <laughs> I'm trying to convince mom and dad maybe for Christmas or something, but I, I ain't got, I ain't got enough money to buy one of these things. <laughs> yeah, they just are. Go half and half. Yeah. Half and half with the parents. Um, I think I'm, I'm more into saving up for, I just, I just got scuba certified and I'm kind of excited about that. And I think I'm, I think I'm going to try and get like a, a smaller scuba tank and, Maybe some, maybe like a waterproof metal detector for when we go to Florida this this year, so Ooh. I can do some uh, scuba diving maybe somewhere. That'd be, I think that'd be a lot of fun. So that would be fun. Talking about Florida, I think all three of us are going to be in Florida this year, right? Hey. I think, right? I hope. I think so. I hope so. I know. I think Caden is, and I know Weston's going to try to go this year. That's correct. That's correct. It is your first time over Christmas, correct? That's also correct. I think you're excited, correct? That's also correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We this is all we've been looking forward to. Or and we're gonna myself. we're gonna all uh, take the one wheels. We're gonna be whipping so hard. I'm gonna feel so bad for Kate, and he's just gonna be like sitting there with yeah. his scuba gear, like running around the streets. Yeah. What's what's like, he gonna do? Like, what are we gonna be doing on the beach anyway? You know, like, I gonna... can go way faster on my one wheel than he can run with his flippers. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just I'm gonna have to hop on one of the three wheel bikes and just hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I really am. I'm looking forward to Florida. Um, it is always a blast. Florida, every year, it gets better and better, it seems like, every year, because we meet new people and like connections. I don't know. It's so it's so fun. You got to go when there's people down there. If you don't go with people, it's awful. It's like, it's like warm weather, but it's like, might as well be home. Amen. You know? I will say last year, we did get, we did get thrown off the beach. Ooh. Oh yeah, you can for tell that story. Eve. That is, go ahead and tell that story. Kate. Have we have we told the story yet? I don't, I don't know if the story has ever been told. Honestly, well, well bring this story to light. Yeah. Um. So we were on the beach for New Year's Eve, and it was kind of like a you thing we went to, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a, it was a Bible study or New Year's Eve. Yeah. And then like they went, I think they went right up till midnight and then we were going to go watch fireworks I yeah think. so yeah we were at this youth thing on the beach it wasn't even like towards the water it was kind of like towards the parking lot area and we we're having this youth get together thing and some other guys some other people were having the only word i could characterize it as is a rager absolute rager on the lifeguard stands they had speakers and people were drinking and doing other things and dancing Mm-hmm. so but uh yeah somebody got in a fight and the police were called and four-wheelers with sirens and lights were on the beach and we got kicked off yeah and we weren't too happy about it um because we were kind of like in the middle of our bible study when it happened but it wasn't too bad because we just moved down the beach I guess. Wait, no. Was it the same night? That might have not been the same night. I think it was the same. I think it was after the fireworks, though. I think we came back after the fireworks, and we kind of were gonna meet up yeah. again. I think. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's when the one dude like got beat up and had a seizure. Yeah, that's so. <laughs> but I, that that was that was a really eventful night. Sorry, go ahead. I also have a a kicked out story in Florida. Good times. I was uh It was it was like it was like I don't know. It was pretty late. And I was like, I was like, decided I'm going to go down to the park. And it was like after they were closed. And I went down there, took a basketball. And I'm just like shooting around on the park, park goals. And one time this cop pulls up and like all the lights were off and everything. And he comes out there with his flashlight, like shining my eyes and stuff. He, you get, he was very skittish. Like you could tell he was very like unsure what was going on. And he did not trust me at all. And he comes over there and he's like asking all kinds of questions and he's like asking who I am. Then he goes and makes me stand in front of his car with the headlights on while he looks me up. And he was like, he did like, he went the whole nine yards and then he sent me home. I was kind of not too happy about that. I was just playing basketball. Like I wasn't even on drugs at the moment. (laughs) At the moment. (laughs) I kind of had a similar encounter. Not, not to that extent at all. But this past this past um, year, I was down there over. When was it? April, I think. It was right after COVID hit, right at first, and 
we were we were down there. I think it might have been over spring break, honestly. So there was a lot of people down there. And we were at the park playing ball, and there was a lot of people at the park. And all of a sudden, all these cop all these cop cars like show up, like all kinds of canine, like canine, I don't even know what you want to call them, but canine vehicles. And these cops get out and they they were pretty nice. And they were just, you know, saying like, hey, like, we're sorry, but like we're gonna have to kick everybody out because governor's rules, you know, which understandable, but we all got kicked out that night. And there was there was a lot of people. There was a lot of people there. So I don't think I don't think everybody I don't think anybody was really too like talking back to him or anything like that. Like it was pretty it was pretty respectable. And the cops I thought did a good job. But yeah, I don't we didn't never have a run in like that. Yeah, I about put my dukes up. About to go down. Like like me and you, me and you. <laughs> <laughs> about put your crocs in a four wheel drive. Am I, I, I right? did. I just about did. Crocs I actually think in. I might have been wearing crocs. No, I wasn't. Crocs come in handy in any situation. Crocs are the future. Let's talk about Crocs because they are the future. Um, so, uh, not paid to do this, but like, I know some people are like, yeah, like you got Crocs. Okay. I got, Hey dudes, like I can wear mine to church. Okay. But do you have white camo Crocs? Yeah. That's what I thought. White camo Crocs. This right here, boys, is, oh. the, is the future of Crocs. Okay. So what we have here is the cloth, the classic Croc design with your uh, four wheel drive mechanism here. Um, this particular croc is sponsored by Yeti. Right there. I see. Yeah. Yeti. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see that. Yeah. So I wear Yetis on my feet all day. And uh, they're white and camo. So, like, I don't think there's any uh, bigger flex, to be honest. And uh, I'm I'm in comfort all day. So, yeah. So, Crocs, if you're hearing this, I mean, go ahead and hit us up with that sponsorship. Amen. I These- think... These are these are some of the most off road capable vehicles I've ever laid eyes yeah. on. If I if I can say that, you can. I, I will second that. Um, the thing about Crocs are you, I've these this particular pair has been everywhere. I've worn it to church. Um, I normally take them to youth. I've uh, I've jumped in ponds with them with all my clothes on. I've went after basslers. Um, and they've been everywhere. They've been to the beach. They've been play basketball. Just if Crocs, if if you're listening to this, um, they are getting a little wore out on the bottom. A new pair would be great, but it's up to you. Also, if you want to send uh, the new ones, like the light ones, you know what I mean. The light ones. The, we went to that Croc store. Remember that? The uh, okay. I think they're called light, like Crocs. Oh, light. okay. Yep. Yep. They're I know you're so talking about. nice. They yep. are literally insane. So. For those, I hope we, I hope, I hope you're visualizing this in your head, which I think you can be. Weston's doing a tremendous job here of explaining what his Crocs look like. But okay, let's explain these other Crocs. I was, I was enlightened at this Croc store. They have, they have, I mean, a variety of different types of Crocs that I was not aware about. Yes, sir. Crocs. It's called. I don't even know how they explain these. Yeah, you, go ahead and listen. It's Crocs Light Ride. So it's basically like regular Crocs soles, but then there's like another cushion. Like as if Crocs aren't soft enough, there's another cushion that's even more soft. And they're like, hey dudes, like they're kind of styled almost like hey dudes because they're like, they're more stylish. Like they're more like a shoe more. They're They're pretty wild. And they're still like waterproof with holes in them. So it's like you still jump in the ponds with them. Ken, you have a pair of Crocs? You do, don't you? You have No, I I do not have a pair of Crocs. I am a boots and Wrangler type of guy. There's the door. <laughs> no, I've seen I've seen you. I've seen you wear uh camo ones though, I'm pretty sure. No, no, I don't I don't have Crocs. I have I have muck boots. I got two pair of cowboy boots. I have three pairs of tennis shoes. But I do not have Crocs. Can 
you're being disowned right now. You better, you better make up. You better this. figure something out quick. I'm just more of a closed toe chewy kind of guy. Okay. Well, well I guess cross this is closed cross, toes. Yes, this is closed toes. If I do have one thing, if you if you're not booting, you ain't scooting. So, but if you ain't crocking, you ain't yeah, rocking. That. Well, I'm more of a country guy anyway. So, well, I'm more of a smart guy. I'm more of a... You wear Crocs, you get the best of both worlds. There's no downfall. Like, yeah. anything he wears his boots to, I can wear my Crocs to. I agree. I I really agree with that. I'm pretty sure. Can't think of any... But see, one thing that I've learned about Crocs, and I know we've been talking about Crocs for a long time in here, and I'm sorry for those that are getting tired of hearing this, <laughs> but I know I know with Crocs, with this is with a lot of stuff, but with Crocs, it seems like you're either with Crocs or you're not. You know what I mean? There's people that really, really like them, and then there's people that really, really hate them. And there's, like, no yeah. in-between. Well, this is what it is. The people that really like them have, you know, very good reason, obviously. And the people that really hate them have never actually owned a pair, and they just think they're overrated, which is completely understandable because I would do that as well, except, you know, gang, gang. I want it, you know? Yeah. And if I wasn't, I would probably hate them too. But it's just... It's just hard to hate a product like this, honestly. So, I know I know you talked about earlier, Weston, off air, that you were talking about shoe brands. Is that something that you want to expand on from here, or do you yes. want to move on from yes. this topic? No, I'm ready to expand. So, another brand that I would like to discuss at this time is Vans. Because I know Andre has some thoughts on this. I don't know if Caden, I feel like Caden doesn't. If he's a boot guy, I feel like he has no thoughts on this. <laughs> I'm, I will say the, these guys are more, I wouldn't say, I'd say stylish. I, I'm, I'm not very stylish. <laughs> I like my boots and my jeans and maybe a flannel or just an old t shirt, but yeah. That's, that's style though to an extent. It's a kind of Flannels style. are in, flannels are in, and so is boots. Yeah. And yeah, jeans, I was honestly. looking for flannels the other day in New York. They are overpriced. Yeah, well, that's pissing me off. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's rule king, rule king, my friend. Hey, talking about rule king, I haven't been there in years. Yes, Caden has brought home. What did you bring back? It was it was a sweater. What the haven't other night. I brought back? <laughs> no, that sweater that you brought back the other night. Oh. It was nice. Yeah, they the, the rule king has stocked up on some nice Carhartt sweatshirt yeah and i don't know if you call it a i think it's a crew neck it doesn't yeah. have a hood yeah it's crew neck yeah and it's really nice because their their uh beanies are really nice but caden brought back this crew neck sweater carhartt made and it is nice if i may ask what did you pay for this i'm i think it was around i think it was around 30 dollars that's not bad that's I mean, not terrible that's not I bad for a carhartt because carhartt's pretty pricey isn't it yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's not terrible honestly yeah. might have to go hit them up i'm sorry we kind of interrupted you there Wes. but yeah so vans okay so vans i've always like i've, I've liked vans you know because i think they look really cool and you can get literally anything with vans like you can literally get alligator skin on your vans if you want like you can get anything <laughs> i did not know this but um I also always thought they weren't that comfy and I didn't really get it that much, you know, until the one wheel. Okay. The one wheel has opened my eyes. <laughs> it is. They're so nice on a board. It's crazy. It's like, like, you know, I, I, I guess I didn't realize like how important it is to have shoes that are like designed for skating. If you're going to skate and I don't skate, but I one wheel and I, you know, I think it's kind of the same, same concept. Yeah. Your Vans is very much skate shoe. And then it's kind of evolved into this like stylish shoe, which it is. It's kind of an iconic style. Um, but I was not aware you can get gator skin on your vans. What you literally can get and snake, gator and snake. I don't know if it's real or not, but that's what it's well, supposed to be. If it would be, that is right down Caden's alley. Well, I would say you can get those kind of skins say on cowboy boots too. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, go to either Boot Barn or, you know, someplace like that. You mean the Boot Barn in Terre Haute? That could be one of them, yes. Okay, but boots, how, like, how are they not 
uncomfortable because I wear boots to work every day. It's like work boots, not cowboy boots. And they're broken, and I still hate them. Are they are they lace up? Yep. Do you lace them up? Yep. Okay, so that's your problem. But they're not the nine inch ones. They're like the six inch or whatever. Okay. See, see, what I wear for my work boots, they're steel toed cowboy boots. So you just slip them on. Yellow room to wiggle. Okay, you break them in. Your foot has got a mold in the bottom eventually. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, for me, I'm usually working at school or at the turkey barns doing something. So. I mean, it's just easy to wear one pair and go to all of them. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. It seems though like a steel-toed boot, which I've never owned a steel-toed boot. But that's, is that what you're wearing? Is that what you said you're wearing? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It seems, it seems like it'd be so stiff though. You know what I mean? Like how long does it take to break that in? Cause like, it seems like they'd take it like forever to break that in, but maybe not. Well, mine, mine, the steel toe kind of stops like right before like the crease on top like okay. if you were to bend okay. your foot like with your toe like your toes flat yeah. on the ground it kind of stops right before that so all you have to break in is basically the the leather and really the steel toe part of the boot is you don't your foot doesn't really hit that i mean it'll yeah. touch it but it, it doesn't rub against it that's yeah. on the because if you think about like your shoes the front of your toes don't normally hit but like i meant i meant as a boot in general though like like where it meets the boot Sort of, but like for the listeners, you're not you're not seeing what I'm trying to visualize here, but like okay, when you take a step, okay, you know your shoe, it kinda like you know what I mean? Like it gives Traces. yeah. But isn't the steel only on the top? Mine well it but, goes see mine goes like it it stops like right here. Probably. And then it kinda goes up and around. Okay, but so. it's not on the bottom. No, it's not on the bottom. So it's just the sole. Yeah. So it's it feels completely normal except that that like basically okay, here's a shoe right here. So basically like right along here and then like this part. Yeah. That's just a steel. It's just like the the tip of it. Yeah. That it's but, basically just so that if something like lands on it, it's not gonna But that that's not really what I'm what I'm maybe I'm not I'm I'm doing a bad job <laughs> of like I'm talking about like talking about breaking in the sole? Sort of. I guess I I don't even know. It's it's really late, and I'm having. Well, a hard I guess time. it doesn't it doesn't ever actually break in. The tip won't, will it? No, well, no, I mean, but that's not, not really. what I'm. I'm saying like, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you mean, gonna, Andre. <laughs> I think I think the only way we're gonna get an answer here is if we get this man in a pair of boots. So I mean, I, I actually do kind of like that idea. Honestly, I kind of want to get some boots, like just cause. Well, what are you guys? What are you guys doing tomorrow? Maybe we can go get some boots. Let's get boots. Do they have them rule king? Do they have them at Rural King? <laughs> I'm guessing that's does a my yes. mom have a kid? Yeah. Does a fish does. drink water? I don't know. Does it <laughs> I don't does a fish drink water? I don't know. I really don't know. That's actually that a good is, question. I'm they I'm breathe it, curious. but do they drink it? They don't breathe the water though. They just breathe the oxygen in the water. We're having, I don't know. They <laughs> have okay, to drink water. Okay, so this is what I heard. Water, this is what they? I heard on another podcast. So and then do fish pee? Yeah, they do. I believe. I believe so. I've been peed fish, on. By yeah, a fish. I've been peed on by a fish. Yeah, but like, okay, but in the yeah, I guess it yeah, they pee in the water. It's just in the pond water. You drink it whenever you drink pond water. Yeah, and or, you swim in it. Yeah, you swim in it. You just swim in fish pee, and you gargle it if you're like me. Yeah, you get in there and get a mouthful and like, oh. Just swirled around. Yeah. Big old mouth of fish pee. Uh, you know, breath freshener. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Okay. Well, we are on the subject of animals, and I think this is going to be a good way to close the show here with a good old animal fight night poll for you guys oh, on the Instagram page. So we've had one of these before. It we've had we've had good feedback from I believe our first one, which was polar bear versus grizzly bear, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. I uh, yeah, it was. So we've got we've got all kinds to choose from here. And I'm just gonna get I'm gonna give you guys I'm gonna give us some warm ups. I'm gonna name I'm gonna name some off here for you guys. And then you guys pick which one you wanna be on the Instagram for a poll. And then we'll I think we're gonna try to do another podcast here soon and we'll we'll give the results at the next podcast. But I'll read I'll read off some uh, 
I'll read off some animal fights here, and you guys pick which one you want to be on the poll. So, you guys will have you guys will have time to like discuss. You know what I mean? Like the pick why mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know all that good stuff. So at number one, they have a walrus versus a polar bear. So that'd be kind of decently the same. So you guys be will, thinking about this. I will say walruses are huge. Okay. And okay. so are polar bears. I think my are we supposed to give our opinions? Well, no, not yet. Not okay. yet. Okay. So number two, we got hippo versus elephant. Okay. Okay. Number three, we have a dog versus a shark. Okay, I'm not sure how that one. Okay, which which playground are we in? Yeah, are are we we on on land? land? (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. We'll we'll take that into thought. (laughs) Number four, we have moose versus a wolf pack. Okay, how many wolves? Well, we can just keep that in your mind. (laughs) What's the average pack size? Yeah, I'm gonna Google that. Okay, you Google Do, Do some good googling. Uh, number five, we have bullfrog versus a sparrow. What the? <laughs> okay. Oh, some of these, some of these are so weird. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find some other ones. Okay, number ten. No, that's not even. Some of these. Okay, we're gonna stop there. Yeah, stop there. Some of these on stop this there. on these animal fight ideas. These are out of this world ridiculous. Okay. I have some new information okay. that surfaced. According to Google, a wolf pack on average is about six wolves. Okay. That's not so as many six, as I expected, I'll be honest. I, I was so, thinking like 20. Yeah, I was as well. So six wolves versus a moose. Is that uh, what we're starting with? That is, that is one. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to read these off. I'm going to scratch the dog versus shark. That is, that is just ridiculous. Uh, we have hippo versus elephant or a walrus versus polar bear. Which of those three do you guys want to talk? You can talk about all three, but sorry, we are back. We experienced technical difficulty there, but we are back Uh, talking about our fights. We had just finished up talking about all three of our potential fights there. Uh, Do you guys remember what those were? Do you need me to read them off again? Uh, I say just just tell us which one we're going with first, and then like the well, I think we got it down to like three. Okay, we got we got the elephant versus the hippo. And the walrus versus polar bear. Polar bear. And the moose versus the wolf pack. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. So we picking one or what? Well, for Weston, the, Weston the... had done some uh, Googling and found out that uh, there was six wolves to a wolf pack. The average. Average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like there could be seven, but then for every pack, there's seven, there might be five in another one. So that averages. That's that's what an average is. <laughs> okay, which one? Which which one we want to start talking talking about first? Any one you want. Let's let's start with the the elephant and the walrus. Yeah, I like that. Uh, or no, 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 it's no not elephant. <laughs> oh, not yeah. Okay, the polar bear and the walrus. Okay, oh, okay. So you're going back to the, okay. Yeah, so were right. you on Team Polar Bear? I was Team Grizzly. That's right. I just felt. I think I think you're a little sour over yeah, that. I just felt that the uh, that the grizzly may be a little bit more agile and uh, okay, maybe okay. move quicker. Me, okay, well, that's, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave that alone. That's in, that's in the past. He left it alone. I'm going to pick it back up. I listened <laughs> to that podcast and the whole time I was like, Caden, no. I was like, Caden, no. <laughs> I'm on the polar bear train. Okay, just... okay, okay. That's in, that's in the past now. Okay, okay. <laughs> polar bear versus walrus. Let me let me read some facts here about this fight it says a walrus can weigh up to a ton three times as much as a polar bear okay well my research here says that an adult walrus average 2200 pounds that's a ton 2000 pounds is a ton okay i retract my statement (laughs) i retract my statement (laughs) i think it is i might be wrong i think so okay and then it says but the polar bear described as the most carnivorous there we go of all the bears has a natural advantage it lives off the flesh of seals a similar foe to their tusk cousins which i'm guessing would be the walrus with the blubbery walrus's four foot tusk and the bear's three inch canines this battle on the ice always looks likely to get bloody and it does i'm going to go ahead and say 
I probably would go with the Walrus. Just because of the weight difference and the size difference. Okay. Weston, what are you taking in that? I think I'm going to have to join join Caden on the Walrus team. I think if the polar bear ever latched onto the walrus, there's so much blubber that I, I feel like it would take so long for it to do that much damage. And the walrus, you know, like one good, you know, headshot with that tusk and it'd be yeah. over. I feel like the walrus has the advantage. And I, I feel like the the polar bear wouldn't want to waste that much time trying to, I mean, I'd probably be worth it in the end to eat that whole thing, but. I don't think it'd, it'd be worth the time for it to to try and use up all its energy trying to kill that thing. But what if the what if the walrus attacked it? If if the walrus attacked it, then it wouldn't have a choice. It would just have to go for it. I think it'd be dead too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the polar bear would probably be dead. I think so. Okay. Okay. So that's that's good. That's good talks there. Good ideas. Uh, going with number two here: hippo versus elephant. What do you guys ideas this is on a that tough one? one? This is a tough one because. I feel like I know hippos are like okay hippos. I need to ch- I need to fact check this before I say this. So, Caden, go ahead. I have to I have to check some here. Well, can I ask what environment we are fighting in? Are we are we in the water? Or are we up on land? No, we're on land. We're on land. Okay, we're on we land. have to be on land, I guess. To be fair, I would probably have to go with the elephant because. I'm. I just did a search right now, and all that comes up is videos of elephants plowing hippos over. So I'm gonna have to go with an elephant, even though hippos have massive teeth, tusks. Call them what you want, but an elephant is just ridiculously big. <laughs> Weston, do you have anything to follow up with that? I. Uh, I was. I was on team hippo there originally and now i'm having second thoughts because i do feel like the elephant would have a massive advantage so i think it depends on if this is a fight to the death or not yeah yeah all these fights are fights to the death okay because i feel like a fight to the death like an elephant what's it gonna do like i guess it could step on it but i I don't feel like it's gonna be able to do because an elephant's not gonna bite a hippo you know what i'm saying yeah so i feel like a hippo is a lot more deadly if if they're, one of them's gonna kill the other one, I'm on Team Hippo. But like Caden said, they could just run him over, you know. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this in there. Uh, the average African bush elephant, which is this is we're talking about like a male bull elephant, is a average of thirteen thousand pounds. And I think that the hippo was the max was like four thousand. And I, I will say, like, if the hippo was going to kill the elephant, it'd probably have to somehow get up to its height off also to do any damage. Unless, it, I mean, it'd probably have to trip it up or something. So. Okay. Hippo's three to 4,000. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's another good, good idea there. Uh, moving on to our last fight um, out here. The moose versus the wolf pack ideas and I don't know formulating ideas in your mind what do you guys got I think I'm going to go with the wolf pack because I mean if you have I guess five or six wolves in a pack going up against one moose okay but what if this moose what if this is a mother moose she's protecting her young once again I think this depends on if it's a fight to the death or not because yeah, I feel all, like all if, if this moose has to kill six wolves, I feel like it has no chance. Okay. But technically, wouldn't all fights be technically fight to the death to some point? Because even if though... They, yeah. Okay. They, I think it'd be a fight to the death for the wolves. I think like, for the like, moose, it'd be more of a fight to get away. Yeah. Because I guess if the if the moose gets away then it's like the moose won the fight because that's, you know what I'm saying? Because a moose isn't going to hang around and fight six wolves, I don't think. But if it's, if the wolves are trying to get her, whatever a baby Mm, moose is called. Good point. Good point. I will say, I will say that I watch a, 
oh, what's it called? It's on, it's I will I'll, I'll call it a geographic <clears throat> documentary, National Geographic. Okay, uh, it was about Yellowstone, and basically the herd of bison left this baby baby bison behind, so they could escape, and the wolves <laughs> mauled it. So live bait. Goodness. So goodness. I <laughs> I'm gonna once again give this victory to the wolves. Just because they're ridiculous, I feel like I feel like the wolves wouldn't be nearly as like big, obviously. So not as maybe as dangerous, except that I don't feel like the the moose would be agile enough to to like kill six wolves. I just don't see that happening. Okay, so again, again, very very tough fight. There's there's good and bad things for both animals. And on each one of these fights. So they're all, they're all really good scenarios here. Uh, what do you guys, what do you guys want to go with? Which fight do you guys want to throw out in the poll? If I, if I'm, if I'm going to throw in my vote, I'm going to throw in the moose versus wolf pack. I think I'm going to throw in there. I don't know. I thought we had a pretty good, pretty good battle going between the elephant and the hippo. I thought. Okay. And I thought the third one. <laughs> you thought the third one? I thought the, the right. walrus and the polar bear. <laughs> Okay, they're well, all they're all pretty pretty close. I'd say they're all good. So okay, so just tell Siri, just tell Siri to pick number one through three. Okay. Hey Siri. One two three. Yeah. Pick a number between one and three. That number is used in some locations. <laughs> pick a number between one. Is she, is she talking? Pick a number between one and three. She picked three. Three? Let's go. So that's Wesson. So which one was that, Wesson? Polar bear and uh, walrus. Okay. So I guess it's kind of picking up back to our last fight from the grizzly bear, polar bear. Polar bear won that last one. So now it's going to take on a walrus. Um, and that pole will be thrown yeah, see, up on the same This is good. Podcast. It's like, you know, it's chronicles yeah. of the polar bear. That's good. Keep That's in good. mind that this polar bear is coming off a fresh fight with a grizzly no, bear. That so. is true. No. It no. may be worn down. I'm talking okay. a couple of broken no. bones. No, this polar bear. Okay, this polar bear just rejuvenated. Caden's grizzly did nothing to it. Perfect health. Okay. I, I just <laughs> met up a random word there, too. I apologize for that. It's really late. But, yeah. So this this polar bear this polar bear is brand new man. I mean he is he or she is. I feel like I a mean, she is probably more fierce. You know what I'm okay, saying? Yeah, yeah. Normally that's yeah. how that works. Usually, usually the females are. Yeah, are that even that even of, carries a lot of over. Species. Yeah, Homo sapien that carries right over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Okay, so wait, I would like. Can we name the polar bear? Go ahead, name it. I'm I'm gonna throw Cletus out there. I like that Cletus. Cletus? Okay, so Cletus is going up against the walrus this week. Can I name the walrus? Yeah. Yeah, you can name it. Moses. Yeah. Okay, Cletus, Cletus versus Moses, and Moses is about to part the sea. <laughs> Let's go, Mosey. Let's go, Moses. <laughs> okay, so. Shout out to Mose Waggler. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys you guys out there listening, if you're still listening to this, I I <laughs> bless you guys if you're still listening to this. Um. This is going to be put up on the Sand Patch Podcast on Instagram, our Instagram page. If you're not following us, go ahead and give us a follow. Um, this poll is going to be set out there, and we will review it in our next podcast. Um, we're hoping it's going to be soon, but we really like this to be listener involved. Like we like our listeners to have a say in like what we do and stuff like that. So we like hearing from you guys. So any ideas, any anything you have just head over to the sand patch podcast on instagram and give us a follow um but i mean i don't know you guys want to end on that i think we got quite a bit of content there yeah okay, we're good i'd say i think we're good we can't drag her out too long yeah no one's gonna listen yeah and i want to if, if wanna, they haven't quit listening by this time it's probably miracles yeah, yeah. and i want to say again thank you to weston Nep. he took time out of his night tonight to come make a podcast with us so we are Shout out to DCU for uh, giving me up for a few hours. Shout out to uh, Dennis Brunson and the rest of the Brunson family and also the Alfredsville Volunteer Fire Department mm. and also the Montgomery Volunteer Fire Department. And also, and also the, the Cannelberg Fire Department. Yes, also the Cannelberg Volunteer Fire Department. And we can't forget and about Justin Yoder. Plainville um, Midget Listener. Yes. Yes, shout out to the midget Plainville listen, Midget Listener. listener. I got to say, we are growing our podcast internationally. 
I, I, I need to read you guys some of the places that we have reached in our next podcast. If I can remember, I will name you guys off, but we are reaching some very far countries. And guys, I have, I have a special announcement. <laughs> next podcast, we have a special guest. Mike Tyson will be joining us. <laughs> I was I was not aware of this, but it it is getting very late, and we need to wrap this up. Yeah. So, any closing remarks from either of you? Uh, um, I'll take that as a no. We <laughs> we are glad you guys listen. Uh, this is the first episode of season Crocs. two with our brand new system. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. We're going to tweak it a little bit and hopefully make some improvements. But we are very glad to have this, and we are very glad to you listeners for making this possible. So God bless. Go Browns. We'll see you next time. Go Dolphins. Let's go. See you guys. See you.